All right, folks, welcome back to another edition, Good Vibes Nation. Doug in the studio. How are you, man? I am doing wonderful, Nick, and it's good to be back in the studio. It's been a while. It has been. It has I miss been. my seat. We've been we've been remote with our guests here lately, so uh, glad to have you back in the studio. It's me and you, mano a mano. At least I think so. At least the, is that we'll see. We'll see. All right. You and I are going to talk about transgenders in sports here lately. Will Thomas. That's the birth name of NCAA swimmer Leah Catherine Thomas. She was born in 1998 or 99, which is pretty weird. We can get into that in a second. I don't think we have an official age. She's either 22 or 23. But that's the American swimmer that uh, is at the University of Pennsylvania. Her recent achievements is the first trans woman to become point of public debate concerning transgender in women's sports. And in March of this year, Leah, or Will, became the first openly transgender athlete to win an NCAA Division I national championship in any sports and uh she won the 500 yard freestyle so let's just throw it out there man what do you think transgenders in sports for it against it somewhere in the middle what do you think so my my original reaction to this when i first saw it was yeah that doesn't that's not fair okay right like that was my original reaction when i was you know when i first heard about this because you know I, i obviously didn't know i wasn't following the ncaa women's uh, swimming championships. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously this became a huge story. Yeah. And, uh, my, like I said, my original reaction was it's not fair. Sh- she shouldn't be allowed to swim and blah, blah, blah. But then I started reading, <laughs> reading about it. And I started, uh, you know, as, as the kind of the hatred and the vitriol and, and kind of the, just the backlash towards her started happening. I started to kind of read up on, you know, um, kind of, you know, what it takes to become transgender and what, you know, what it takes to become a transgender athlete. And, you know, I started looking at, as you like to say, I started looking at the data, mm-hmm. you facts know, and I data. started, I started looking at facts and data and things like that. And, and I've come to the other side of it. You know, I, I really truly have, I, you know, I think that if that's the, the path that she chooses um, to go down, uh, then I think that she should be able to compete in in women's sports. Yes. Okay. So women's sports as a whole, we're not going to isolate mm-hmm. this thing to to swimming. Just swimming. Right. Okay. Um, I am on the other side of the spectrum for that. Yeah. I am. Uh, I am against it, and for a number of reasons. First, I want to talk about her in general. Now, same thing. Take the vitriol out. I don't care about right. any, any of that stuff. Again, just sticking to the facts and to the data on this one. And in general, is and and men versus women, right? She she was not a bad swimmer to begin with. I mean, some of the stats as that ma- I was as a male as a male swimmer. swimmer. Yeah, she was she was a Division one Division one right college swimmer. Yeah. Uh, six in the state in high school for her championships as a male. Made the university obviously at Pennsylvania in 2017. Uh, freshman year recorded a time of eight minutes and 57.55 seconds in the thousand yard freestyle. That ranks sixth fastest in national speeds for mm-hmm. men yeah. in general. So, I mean, that's a stud. Yeah. Right yeah. right yeah. there to begin with mm-hmm. before we even got to the transgender part. And the, and the stats go on and on and on and on and on. She began transitioning from what I read up on in May of 2019 and came out as trans and was competing with the men's team still, obviously. In 2018-2019, she was ranked 554th in the 200 freestyle 65th in the 500 freestyle and 32nd in the 1650 freestyle. I'm not 
avid on on swimming. Right. But those numbers alone, just looking at it, think of all the competitors in NCAA. That's up there, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, not number one. Certainly, the but, endurance. Certainly, right. it seems like the endurance ones. She, uh, you know, she was as as competing as a male. Right. Before you know her transition, you know, she, it seemed like the longer races she she was better at. So I learned a lot actually looking into this. You know, and I assume I'm I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. You know what cisgender is? Cisgender. That's C I S G N D E R. I do not teach me. Teach me what cisgender is. I will speak for myself. I am cisgender. That refers to a, a person whose gender identity and expression matches the biological sex that they were born. So I was born a male. I identify as a male. Right. I am cisgender. 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 Congrats. Thanks, man. Um, you ass- have a title. Assume that you do as, <laughs> are as, as well. cisgender, yes. That's my assumption. I don't want to <laughs> assume, but that is my assumption. I've known you for 17 years. <laughs> Could surprise me, but I doubt, I doubt it. So a couple of questions for you. So, so you're saying that you're okay with transgenders participating in all sports? All sports. Well, so one of the things that, the, you know, there's, you know, I was the NCAA just released new guidelines for transgender athletes, and they basically mirrored kind of the IOC or the Olympic Committee's, right. you know, rules and regulations. And they're different for every sport. You know, it specifically says in there, every sport is going to have their own kind of, I guess, rules or regulations on who can compete. Uh, And I think that that that's, you know, part of, you know, who makes those decisions is the governing bodies of those sports. And so, yeah, I think that, you know, as long as the governing bodies of those sports allow, you know, certain levels of, you know, because it's all based on, most of it is based on like levels of testosterone and, and estrogen and things like that. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think that, you know, if, if the governing body of that sport says, yes, you know, this is the level that you have to be at and that participant is there, I think that they should be able to, to compete in those specific sports. But I think every sport's going to be different, you know, you know, swimming will be different than tennis and tennis will be different than, you know, golf or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, see, here's where, here's where I, I, I disagree because of the pure fact of, Science, when it comes mm-hmm. down to a male's body and a female's body are entirely different. Correct. Entirely different. And in this case, Leah waited until she was, what, 18? 19, 19, 19 years 19, old yeah. to make mm-hmm. the transition? Yeah. She's at least 6'1". At least 6'1". Right. Body frame of a male and a female, completely different. Muscle mass of a male and a female, completely different. Obviously, that you're talking about like the, the estrogen levels and the testosterone levels. But just, you know, from pure science, when it comes down to it, you look at, I was looking up body fat, right? Mm-hmm. So marathon runners, the average body fat on a male marathon runner mm-hmm. is 4%. Yeah. Females twice as much. Mm. It's 8%. They're yeah. just built, they're just built, we're right. built differently. Right. Right. And it comes down to even, you know, Kayla's, you know, my, my older daughter, she's 12 years old. She's at that age right now. She's better than all the boys. Right, yeah. she's the first right. pick when they play football. Right. She's playing quarterback because <laughs> right. she can throw a spiral, she can run, she can catch, and they're gonna. She'll be like that for a year or two, mm-hmm. and then the boys are gonna There's, catch up. Yeah, and the boys are gonna surpass her. Mm-hmm. As a father of two girls, I'm highly against this. I'm highly against this. Both my girls play play softball, and here's my question for you: 
if we don't, if we allow transgenders, if we allow mm-hmm. males that are coming in and, you know, just identifying as a female. Right. Look at a softball field. Softball field for fem- for females is 200 feet. Right. A baseball field for males is that a short field is 300. Right. That's a short field. Mm-hmm. They're 350, 385, right. obviously for reasons, right? Yeah. So what, what potentially can happen? These males that are identifying as females are now coming into softball. Now they're a better athlete. And what happens? They, they start phasing out the females. And now what? So I don't think, so my point is, like, I don't think that it's, it's not just men who identify as female. You can't just say, hey, I'm a female. I want to play women's sports, right? Uh, you know, Leah Thompson went through three years of hormone therapy. You know, before she was able to compete, you know, in female sports. So it's not like, you know, this isn't LeBron James tomorrow deciding, you know what, I'm getting a little old for the NBA. I'm going to play in the WNBA tomorrow. It's not that, right? So, you know, it's, you know, and it's not, you know, high school kids just saying, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to play, you know, I'm going to play, you know, softball instead of baseball. It's not that. They have to go through physical changes in their body with these hormones that they're taking. And and if you're, you know, if you're taking these testosterone, you know, I was reading about, you know, what they do to your body. I mean, they change the shape of your body. Like you were talking about, you know, it, oh, it, she's going to grow boobs. She's going to grow boobs and she's going to, you know, her hips are going to widen and, you know, she's going to start to get that 8% body fat for, you know, crazy athletes right but she she's not there yet and she started the transition when she was 18 or 19 mm-hmm. years old right in a male body which is you're you're pretty close to being in your prime as a as an as an athlete at 18 19 at 18 yeah. 19 years old mm-hmm. right and that's when the transition is happening she's right. basically competing as a male right you know and when we're talking right you'll have you'll have some changes you'll have some body fat right the hips are going to widen a, a little bit the hormones but when you cut the pie open it's still, you know, it's still a, it's still a male when it comes when it comes right. down to it in that in that sports, and right now the NCAA admitted its current policy is not based on science. It's not, you know, they're they're okay with it. They're mm-hmm. not. It's yeah. a, it's definitely a subject, and you know, as we're talking about, it's definitely a sensitive t- subject. Sure, of course, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to piss yeah. off anybody, right, in right. this world, right? And you don't want to piss off a whole community by banning it. But that's what I think the poten- we, we run the potential of having is that these athletes – and, yeah, you're saying you can't you know, just say a male going to a female. You could say a female going to a male, but that doesn't, that doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Not that right. the right. change doesn't of happen, course. but right. that's not the problem. Right. Even when a female transitions to a male mm-hmm. and goes, plays and, goes and plays male sports, they're not playing to the level of a male. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just built differently. Right. But in certain sports, they can. I mean, in certain sports, they can. You talk about runners or, or you know – or even swimmers and things like that. I mean, you know, you gotta remember, you know, she won the nat- she won the championship for the five hundred meters, and she was ten seconds behind the uh, the NCAA record. You know, ten seconds is a long time in swimming. Yeah, but she's uh, also be- she beat them by how many seconds? The, yeah, that she, that group. I mean, right, you know, you're gonna right. find that that unicorn, right? That's gonna be that Olympic athlete. And when mm-hmm. you look at those stats, the stats. Um, what I was pulling up, they're saying men and women records are generally 10% difference with the record. So if you're talking about, you know, call it 
keep it even. You know, right. a hundred seconds is the ma- is the right. female record. Right. A male's is going to be ninety. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. it's it's just like I said, you have you have that unicorn where yeah, she didn't break the record, but right. that's in a once in a lifetime. Whoever that was, I'm sure it was an it was an Olympic athlete. Yeah. But that's my fear as as a parent is you're we're going to run into that risk where the better athletes are going to be transgender in female sports, just purely female sports are going to be males transitioning over to females. They're going to, you know, you run the risk of, okay, I got a field at a whole team mm-hmm. of transgender. And now what do my kids do? Where are they? Yeah. I mean, they could, you know, like they're going to have to compete with those athletes. Yeah. But they're not built the same way as those athletes. That's my point is that they weren't, they weren't genetically born to be six, two. You know, right. she's going to be 5'10", you know. Right. You know, yeah. and, and and that's the thing is that the cards are stacked against them. My solution, mm-hmm. why not have a transgender league? Why not say, okay, that equals the playing field. If you want to transition, that's fine. Play with those who transition. Right. You play with purely females. You guys play with, with purely males. You know, it just doesn't go up. That's the thing. You see girls who play baseball, they make it to maybe 10, 11 years old. And that's right. it. They phase out because right. now they can't compete with the males. Right. You know, you look at, I don't remember where, whatever that team was that uh, had a female kicker. Okay. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I'm a I'm a dad of two females. I bet you that there's males that can kick better than she, had, mm-hmm. she could. Right. They let her on the team. But if my kid were to play, if she came to me and said, hey, I want to play football, I said, you better be ready to get hit. Yeah. Because they're not going to take it easy on you. Right. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect it and I wouldn't want it. Right. You know, so I think that I think that there's difference, and I think that's the same thing. Like, I'm a huge MMA fan. Would you put a transgender male against a female to fight? <laughs> I mean, would I put a transgender female against a male to fight? A male that a male that that transitioned to female mm-hmm. against a against a biological female? female to fight. I mean, if yes, if that if that female accepted that fight against that person then then yeah i mean you know she accepts that fight uh you know and if like i said if the governing body if somebody in ufc says and it's granted i doubt ufc will ever say that um but it you know that would have to be i'm sure their limits right because that is a uh, a more physical sport right their levels and their you know, regulations and things like that would be stronger than in swimming or in, you know, marathon running or golf or whatever the case may or tennis or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, it's just a more physical sport, you know. But yeah, if 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 those if the participants decided to do that fight, then then yeah, I would I would allow it. I don't know. I don't I mean, like I said, this is all so new, right? Again, it, it, it's all new. And this is something that we've never kind of had to participate in. We've never had to like worry about, you know, this or that. And the science to it, like what we talked about, the science to it is all new. And I just think that excluding those people, right, excluding transgender athletes is, is a slippery slope to go down. I'm not saying tra- yeah. I'm not saying exclude them. I'm not saying exclude them whatsoever. I'm saying my suggestion, one suggestion mm-hmm. is go ahead and have a, a transgender league. Let them let them particip- participate there. What about jail? What about jail? 
What if we go to, you know, we're in a society now. Right. What if Leah gets convicted of murder, gets sentenced to life? Where should he or she be sentenced to? Should she go to a female prison or should he go to a male a male prison? How does that how does that <laughs> yeah. work? I, I mean, again, I think it's where you are in your transition. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I So if she didn't if identified as a female but didn't get the surgery yet, then it should go to Probably yeah. male prison, I guess, but if already yeah. went through, then go to, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. Yeah. What I'm saying, is, and the reason why I'm asking these these questions is because I feel like there should be definitely a line. I think there should definitely be be a line. So, are, if she had gone, if she's gone through all the surgeries, right, and she, it's you know, yeah, it's five years from now, and the Olympics call, and and Leah Thompson is one of the best female swimmers in the world. And she's gone through all of her surgeries, and and she's transitioned fully over to woman. You you're still say you still say no. She can't. She shouldn't be allowed yeah, to. Yeah, I agree. Because and it's, you still you still say she I'm, should not be able to okay. compete against against females. And again, because of that, because I mean, I'm sure there are those cases and where parents are helping and assisting the the children to do so at a, at an early age. But we're talking about illegal male at that time right grown into pretty much as big as they're going to be and then making the tra- transition over we're not talking about a newborn that was born a female and then them pumping it through mm-hmm. with testosterone where you know right I, that that's why that's what i'm saying is they're they're literally we're literally built different i mean i obviously i mean just the, the basics the the height the weight the muscle mass the body fat the aerobic capacity you know, just it's just a matter of fact. I mean, just women don't run or jump or swim as fast as men. You know, they're more prone to injuries than than male athletes are. When when we say science, I think we've got two different sciences that we're talking about, right? I think we're mm-hmm. we've got the we'll call it the biological science. I don't know what to call it. The science you're born. This is your sex. This is your science. And then we decide to, as humans, because I have a choice, right. I want to change things. And then I start taking, you know, like you were talking about the procedures and the, you know, the estrogen to, to make myself, you know, female, how I identify as. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, when you look at it, I mean, just range of motion, man. I mean, it, it, you know, typically, it, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, gymnastics is predominantly a female sports for one reason, flexibility. Right. right. You know, I mean, yeah. males, there are male gymnasts, but. You know that when you look at that sport, it's predominantly well the, female acti- the activities yeah. in gym- gymnastics are different because of that, right? Right, because of that, right? They do different events and things like that. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it, it's ten percent is the is what the difference been in male and female sports in Olympics by records. So, and I think that's you got to look at that and you got to just realize that that's crazy. You know, yeah. I mean? that's a big gap that we're talking about. Yeah, you know, flip the question over to you. So, Sophia, you know, she's. She's starting softball, say that she likes it, Loves you know, it. say she goes to, you know, wants to make a career out of this thing and she wants to play in college. You know, she's young. What, she's an 8U eight, eight right now? She's 8U, right. yeah. So we're talking about it. 10 years and maybe from now. Maybe right. 10 years she's going she's gonna... to. So what could happen in 10 years? How would you feel if she wants to go play D- Division One softball? Mm-hmm. Just like we had talked about before, where to me this is like we talked about on, on the episode the Second Amendment that you and I talked about, and yeah. you said uh, it's set when we're talking about uh, Remington. 
And you said, yes, it's setting a precedent. This, to me, this is setting a precedent. Whatever yeah. we decide now right. yeah. is going to be the decision going forward. And right. it affects, to me, it personally affects my kids because, yeah. you know, I think Kayla has the ability to play in college if she wants to at, you know, whatever level. And what are we going to look like six years from now? Well, I, I again, I, I don't, I just don't think that, listen, transgender uh, is a growing population in yeah. the, in this country and in the world uh you know not just in not just in the united right. states in the world you know and i think that um you know it, there's going to be integration you know where right now they are i'm sure feel like and i don't know i don't i can't put myself in the shoes of a transgender person but i'm sure they feel like you know complete you know you know, outliers in the community. And as the community grows, uh, you know, they're going to be integrated more in our community and we're going to, you know, have them, you know, have transgender, which I'm sure we do now. We just maybe don't know about it, but you know, they're going to be, you know, in our schools, you know, in, in the kids, you know, probably high schools and things like that, but you know, colleges and things like that. And so I think that we're going to, you know, we're going to realize we're going to have more science to it. And I think that we're going to realize that, you know, in my opinion, and again, I don't know, but I just think that ultimately we'll realize that these are, you know, it's, it's their lifestyle and, you know, we're going to have to adjust our lifestyles to, you know, integrate them into our society. Cause it's how they identify themselves, you know, just like, you know, you know, 30 years ago, you talk about the gay community, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, we didn't want them to compete in sports, right? Because we, we didn't want them, you know, grant, it was a different category. We didn't want them in the locker rooms and things like that. But ultimately, we've, you know, we've kind of come around on that for the most part. You know, it's not, we're not fully there yet. But, you know, there are gay athletes now, right? And yeah. there's gay, you know, openly gay football players and basketball players and, you know, and I just think that, that this community will be like that. It's just going to take time to get them until we can finally, I just don't think there's going to, I, I think that what, what you're talking about is just like this, that sports is going to be overrun with transgender athletes coming in and just, you know, all these guys are just going to be like, oh, I'm just going to play women's sports because I'm not good enough to make it as a male. And I just don't think that's going to happen. I, you know, I think that. But you run the risk of it potentially could happen if you're going to. But you're going to have open to. A door. But they're going to have to go through all. Like it's not. Are they though? But are they going to stipulate that your estrogen level has to be? Such they and already such? do. They already do in the NCAA. I mean, she couldn't. She couldn't compete last year as a as a woman. We say an estrogen level. All right. So we say. Right, I think so it's. I think they. I think swimming goes by testosterone level. But. But yeah, I mean. Right. You know, so right. You're doing. You're messing with your either. A testosterone blocker or adding right. it right estrogen right. so that whatever you're adjusting your levels to meet that but i'm just saying from a from a physical standpoint i think you're we're, we're talking about two different things about i'm not saying exclude them from society cast them away on their own island no. nobody <laughs> talk to them nobody hire right. that's not what i'm saying what's no, whatsoever i, I, I get know, the I fact know that's that not what you're saying yeah I, but i get but i think there's physicality is the difference Right, I think when when homosexuality came out and people were yeah right, don't put them in the locker room. I don't want them right. hitting on me or so on and so forth. Right, you're not you're not talking any uh, anything physical when it came down to it. That male 
who was a homosexual, mm-hmm. was still at the same body type, still at the body fat, still at the same range of motions as everybody else on the team. It just came down to a... So, a, sh- so should a female who has the body type of a male, because there are several of them, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I saw a picture of the girl that beat... The girl that ho- does hold the record, I actually Googled her, and there was pictures of her, and you could not tell the difference. When she had her bathing suit on and her goggles and her swim cap, you oh, could yeah. not tell the difference between her and Leah Thompson. Yeah, I mean, there's I no... showed it to my wife, and she's like, is that her? I was like, no. Yeah, that's a that's the thing. Because the swimming, they have no so body you, fat. So, so got... do, you, do, do you ban her from being able to compete? They are. Castor Semina, genetically born a female athlete, is told she can't comp- compete in the Olympics She's born a female because she has to lower her natural high testosterone levels. So she's barred from competing in races for the 400 meters to, to one mile. She is has the parts. Yeah. But because her levels are wrong. Because her, because her testosterone so levels are fair? higher. I don't, I don't think that she's genetically born a female. Right. She has a condition that her testosterone levels are they're higher. I think that's a medical condition. I don't think she's still... She's still a female competing right. in in female sports, yeah. But they won't let her cause, let her yeah. because of a rule just like we just talked about that was implemented mm-hmm. for the transgender because the levels are wrong. Is that right? I don't. I think she's a female. She's born a female. I think she should be able to run. She was gifted a little bit more, obviously, <laughs> testosterone <laughs> right. than than others. So she's using it to to her advantage. But there's not. She's not shooting herself with testosterone. It was. Just, it's been proven that she isn't. You know, a condition or whatever it is that's giving her high high testosterone. Yeah. You know, I think, and it's just me, I think that the girls in that race against Leah shouldn't mm-hmm. have swam or should have given her a head start. I think that if it was me, I'd be like, "Hey, look, according I, to you, she had a head start. I don't she think was born a man. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> let's let's prove let's prove a point, right? Look, whatever. I don't know how long it takes four minutes or whatever it is to to do that race. I'd be like, look, hey, we're gonna line up, okay." Whatever I don't know how this go. Shot the, they fire the shot and we dive in the water. <laughs> We're gonna wait thirty seconds. We're gonna give Leah a head start because I want to compete against the best females mm-hmm. and I want to see where where we place. So let's prove a point. Let's let her finish. Okay, she's gonna be champ, and then let's see where we fall and take that you know take yeah. that time from there. But prove a point. Not that they all you know they did that basically anyway. You looked at second, third, and. And yeah. fourth, and we're like, yeah, you were, you know, one, two, and right. one, two, and three. But just to just to prove a point, I think that that's what they should do. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not secluding them. I'm not banning them. I'm not saying right. that's a. Hey, that's you're how saying they, they feel. should that's have their it. own league. But you're right. Have have your own league. Compare, compete against others that are just like you. That's what we're doing now. That's what males and females are doing now. And if we decided there, here's this other group. Right. I'm in between. Right. Why not create a transgender league? Because, because in because that is number one. It's if you take uh, like the LGBTQ. I'm not even rights. sure what the, all that means. By the I way, I don't really know what they all mean either. Yeah. I think a lot of, <laughs> but I know T stands for transgender. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that one. All right, if you take all those, you know, you cannot discriminate on the basis of any of those protected. They are protected classes, right? So if I'm not. Per- I'm know. not discriminating. I am offering you something better. <laughs> Your only right, but they to right. But they need to be able to compete in how they identify. Whether you think that that's right or wrong, it's you know it's the law of 
the country that we, you know, of the law of the land, basically. And so, uh, you know, as lo- you know, like I said, when I first saw this, my first reaction was just like yours. I'm like, there's no way she should be able to do that, right? There's no way. You look at her. She, you know, she is a foot taller than all yeah. the other girls, right? But so was, right? So was it, you know, I, I the way I was kind of explaining it, and I, I've had this conversation several times. And, you know, one of my favorite, you know, athletes in the world is Brianna Stewart. She's a basketball player for, um, in WNBA and she played at UConn. And she is an unbelievable athlete. And she's about 6'6 six, six or something like that. She's like 6'4. And I guarantee you, if you trained her from the time she was five years old in the swimming pool, that she would beat Leah Thompson, and she'd probably be one of the best swimmers ever because she has that body, right? She has the body. Of, she's six four. I mean, she looks like. I mean, if you put her in a bathing suit, she would look like an, an Olympic swimmer. And I guarantee you, if you trained her from the time she was five, so do you ban her because she was born with that body? Right, you can't just say like, "Oh, well, he was born with that. He was born with that body, so he should be banned." Even though he identifies, you know, even though you're saying it's on one hand, it's okay to be a transgender woman, which I think you are, and I get your point. Like, I, 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 I'm not disregarding. Right, I understand the other side of this argument. I get it. I'm just trying to, you know, you know. There's, I just don't think that there's a way that you can say you're not allowed to compete with, you know, with the sex that you identify as. I just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And I, I, two things. One, we're talking about NCAA Division One athletes mm-hmm. in a sport. You're right. elite. Right. You're yes. elite. Yeah. I right. mean, these are the best. We're not saying the best that, of the best. Yeah. Right. Here's a mm-hmm. little here's a little pudgy right. person and you're sw- no, these are the best. These right. are the ones that have the frame. These right. are the ones that have been doing it since they were five and six years old in, in, in the pool. Right. You know, and there you look at it I, I wish I had it, but there's a picture that I saw when we're doing research on this of them literally and if you can go look it up, literally them diving into the pool. Mm-hmm. And Leah Looks like Michael Phelps. She's got uh, literally. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't know swimming, mm-hmm. but she is a foot and a half past these girls. Right. Different angle, and all the other girls almost look like L's, like they're <laughs> like they're diving in, and that's just because of the body frame. Right. Right. And that's you know from what I do know of swimming. Right. Right. When they dive in, they're doing their little uh, whatever seal kicks and stuff like right. that going. Mm-hmm. That's what gets them going when they yeah. when they come up, and she's already you know a body length uh, ahead of them. And the second thing is. Is the science, right? We keep saying science. Go to COVID. They kept telling us, follow science, follow science, follow science, right? You always got to bring up COVID. I'm just saying, <laughs> because it, it kind of proves my point, too, because now with some you. of the stuff that's that's coming out now, right, but I mean, this science is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a personal choice. It's someone saying, I don't feel like I identify with the body or the, the sex that I was born. I feel like I identify more with the female side. Me being a male, I feel like I identify more with the right. female. I want, you know, I am going to embrace myself and live a life as a female and do what I need to do to become a it's a, you know, to me it's it's them choosing that route. In a way, it's yes, you can choose to go that route, but some will say that they were born that way. They were they were born with those thoughts, with those they feelings, were, but they were born with a penis. <laughs> 
I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I understand. Right. There's that argument, too. It's that some people say homosexuality is a choice. Some people say homosexuality, you were born that way. But when we follow the science, I was a homosexual born with a penis. You know, I'm just saying, like, that's right. what it comes down to. And I'm, and I'm a homosexual that was born with a, a male body, and I'm 6'2", and I'm 215, and I'm, you know, right. I'm built different than I would be as a, as a female. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you have a problem with someone who was born a male, who was 5'6", right, 145 pounds, transition to a woman, and compete? In Olympic sports, no, knowing the fact that that, that or, body style is probably not going to be like for a country that's not huge and right, you know, they're going to compete. I have a problem with them crossing over genders. I have a problem with them. They would probably be, right. you know, the worst in that whatever sport that they were as doing. a male. As a male, but what if they weren't? What if they weren't? What if? All right. What well, what if there's a a male tennis player who is, you know, an average male tennis player, maybe a low division one male tennis player, and he at 18 years old decides, you know, or realizes in his life, hey, I'm, you know, I was born female. I, you know, I was born a male, but I am a female in my body. I want to go through, a, and they go through all the hormone changes and and blah blah blah, and then they, you know, they compete on the NCAA level as a female. Yeah. No. I think you're born yeah, they they should compete as a male. They okay. should they should compete as a male. 100% they should compete as a male. You know the 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 same reason, you know? I mean, I So it's nothing to do with the body type. It has everything I mean, to do the with the physical, body type when the physical you, when you go in that when you're going in that direction to get to get the advantage. Yes, I think it it absolutely has to do with the body type. And that's the thing too is that you just took an overweight person per se and put mm-hmm. them in a in a spot where they probably, you know, aren't going to succeed because of that alone. Why are you looking at me when you say overweight? I'm just saying. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> saying. I wasn't saying. But um, you know what I mean. I think, but specifically to get, but that's not what we're talking about in this aspect. No, it's to get the to get the advantage. Leah was a stud to begin with, but she didn't do this to get an advantage. She did this because it's her, it's her, it's, it's her body and she identifies as a woman, right? Just like, you know, we talked before about homosexuals, like, right, it, it was 30 years ago, you, it was crazy to come out as, as a homosexual and you were, you know, ostracized. And, and so this is a difficult, this isn't like an easy thing for these women or men to do. I'm not right? saying I'm not saying that and so, that, that I, is whatsoever. But I'm I'm just looking at again back to the facts and the data of the sports. Right. It is. It, yes. Do I think there's an advantage there? Yeah, probably. But I also but I also think there's an advantage for you know a hundred other women, right? A hundred other women who are born, you know, with the genes of their parent, you know, whatever the case may be, and they're six four, and you know. Uh, we talked about Brianna Stewart before. She has absolutely has an advantage over every other basketball player that she played against in high school and college, probably because she was bigger and stronger. And you know, now part of that was her you know, work ethic being stronger. But she was six four. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you have right, and you have those kids. You've got those eighth graders that are six right. two. Yeah, and I was five eight in, right. in eighth grade. Right. right. You know, what I mean, they could dunk on me and. <laughs> 
There's nothing I could do about it. Right. But there wasn't it. That was just how how they were born. Let me ask. I'll ask you this. Let me ask you this question. We're asking questions. Okay. All right. So the deadlift record mm-hmm. for males, just over 1,100 pounds. Nice. What if I told you that record was broken by a female? What would you say? Uh, I would say that's pretty amazing. Yeah. What the female record is 636 pounds. Mm-hmm. Pretty much half. Yeah. What if I told you that record was broken by a transgender? Uh, I would tell you that um, when you, t- you know, again, it goes back to the rules, right? If the weightlifting, the governing body of weightlifting, right? Because there is one for every sport, says that they can compete as long, you know, as long as their levels are at a certain level, you know, like you said, there's a girl who can't compete because her testosterone levels are too high. I'm assuming, you know, her, that her levels are within the range of where female athletes are in that sport, right? So if, if then, you know, then yeah, I mean, you know, you have to let them compete. I mean, I, you know, is it fair, you know, all the time? Probably not, you know, and maybe we change the rules for different things like that or records or whatever. I don't know, but you just have to let them compete. You know, but then you, you can put an asterisk. I don't then, know. I then don't know. now you're going. Now you're turning <laughs> the, the corner, coming around down my, by my side because right. you're saying change change you. the rules <laughs> yeah. and you know and put it put an asterisk and stuff like that. That's not embracing. That's not saying right. that you know they're they're included in everything. That's you know, the Barry Bonds asterisk record. You know what right. I mean? I just think that to kind of like solidify my point is that they're built different you know what i mean yeah. it's like no you there's have, no doubt about it you there's could no have a, about it. a male that's 18 that dude just lived eat and slept weights his whole life and right. then wants to make the transition he built his body for that right and then transitioned over to a female sport you know what i mean I, that that's why i'm saying it's just we want to divide 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 we talk about it all, all the time too and that's not what i'm trying to do but i think that we're in we're we're setting the precedence now because we're in a part of our world, really, because yeah. we're not secluded just us in in society where we never really talked about stuff like this. We right. never think yeah, when right. we made the rules for weightlifting right. or so, female softball, right. we never thought that we had to define testosterone right. and estrogen mm-hmm. levels, right? Because we were have a crossover. It right. wasn't. Now we have to set the precedent, and that's right. what I'm saying. Now it's time to. Right now, all so right. let's so that's what I'm saying. So let's find the rules, right? Let's find where we can integrate transgender people into you know transgender women into female sports and transgender men into male sports, right? And let's find that home, right? Whether you know, you know, wherever it may be, let's find it, right? So everybody can compete fairly, and, and we're not. You know, we don't have to have these discussions, right? About but, is it fair, is it not? But is trans is a transgender league off the table? We define male and female leagues. Why couldn't we define somebody else just like that? The females are born a female. They identify as a female. Mm-hmm. That's a female league. Same thing with a male. Why would it be wrong to have a transgender league? With those who define themselves as that. I mean, you you might have to. Again, I'm not full. I'm, I'm ignorant. I, I guess, folks, when I don't understand the LBGQ, everything that's in there. Yeah. Right? Like, we're talking about the mm-hmm. trans side. I get I get that. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what a queer is because I think that thought it was kind of covered on the gay side, but I, I don't know. 
I'm just right. saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not pretending to know. But what I'm saying is, do you open it up to that? Do you have you embrace it where hey you know this is this is fine we're in a new part right. of, of society where mm-hmm. you guys you know are defining yourselves you you know you're labeling yourselves and you want to be like you a, and you're talking you about a cis you. a cisgender a and cis, a transgender yeah yeah you have a cisgender um, you have a cisgender league so i don't i don't think we do and here's why is because while they're called transgender they identify as a female right and and so if there's a female league, right? Then I think that if you identify as a female, you should play in the female league. If you identify as a male, you should play in the male league. You know what I'm saying? It's there's no, you know, transgender is what is the group. You gotta have right? a rule. You gotta have a rule somewhere. You have to have a rule somewhere because I, you can't. I, I think we do have to have rules. I, I absolutely think we have to have rules. I, I just don't know if we have what the rules should be yet. I think is my, is where I'm going. Like and is would, my point. And I'd agree. And I think it's a, it's a definitely a slippery slope. Yeah. Right? right. Because where we are, we talked about it before. Nobody wants to offend anybody. Nobody wants to come out. The NCAA right. doesn't want to come out and be the first one to say, "Here's our rules: no males in the females, no females." Right. Well, I don't males. know if they don't want to be offensive. I don't. I don't think that you know where our society is now. You know, with you know, with where we are now in society, I don't think that they want to exclude. I think is the problem. You know, they don't want to say you can't compete because you're a male. I think that transgender rights have come far enough to where they identify as a female. You're a female. I think. I think that's the point of of what the NCAA and what the Olympic Committee is trying to do. And, and I and I you see know? that. And, and, and again. I completely get the other side of the argument. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of transgender people probably do too. I, I don't know this, but my guess would be some of them would, would be on this, your side of this and say, it's not fair. Like, right? Um, because, you know, I, but there's got to be, we have to make rules to include everyone to be able to compete in sports. I, but I don't. I just don't know if we know exactly what the rules are. Yeah. Yet, like I said, I, I'm looking at it through the lens of a father sure. who's got yeah. two. No, I get that. Two yeah. athletes that Kayla definitely wants to play in college right now, and that that could be a that could be a, a scholarship. Right. It could be the difference between a scholarship. Somebody else, you know, who identifies as a male can come and take a scholarship away from somebody like her. Yeah. You right. know. You know, she wants to go to, uh, right now, she wants to go to University of Alabama. I hope she goes there. hope that, you know, she gets a scholarship and everything is is good. But, you know, I don't know what it runs, Alabama. But, you know, it could be the difference of us having to have that conversation saying, bud, you know, you're going to have to take out loans to be able to do this because mom and dad can't afford Alabama and you didn't get a scholarship, you know, and you're going to have to, you know, either walk on or, or what. You know, because a transgender, right? Because somebody else, did. right? Um, in that aspect, and again, I think this is so one-sided because we're we're constantly having the conversation of males coming down to female sports, right? It's not going the the other way, right. and it just comes down to me, just as a physical, you know, it's it's I follow the science on that one, and it's just that the their bodies are are made completely different. Um, you know, that's another reason why guys die sooner than females. You know what I mean? Where you, you have a boy and you got a girl, and, mm-hmm. and they're both different. You know, Jack growing up, jumping off of couches, 
yeah. is entirely than entirely different than Sophia sitting down playing with dolls. You know, right. I mean they're they're just body their body styles are are totally different. But you know, I think this one's been a, a good conversation. Another yeah. one that you know we we could sit down, we could have you know openly open discussion and you know not not agree on everything, but still be friends when you walk out of here and always you know. Have, have a beverage. That's what we're all about. So <laughs> Absolutely. we want to hear what you guys have to say to you. You guys know where to find us. You know where our Facebook page is. Drop us a comment. Shoot us a text. Let us know your thoughts too because uh, we think we're right on everything, but we know that we're, we're not really. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let us let us know, guys, what, what you think. We appreciate it. Good Vibes Nation. Follow us and uh, stay tuned for more. We're going to have more. We've got more guests coming we up have, too. We have some amazing stuff coming up. Yeah. I'm excited. High-profile guests. Let's just say that. Let's leave it at that. Our booker, our guest booker has been busy. <laughs> yeah. The booker has been, been going at it. Well, it's because pe- so. people, are, people are starting to, you know, starting to listen. We so, are. Yeah. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Yep. We appreciate you guys. Until Peace. next time. Folks, you know the intro, Bonehead News. Doug, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I want you to go first. Okay. I always go first. Okay. I will. Bonehead uh, News. I'll go first. You know Blake Leak before we start this up up where you're from? I I do not know. Is that one of your cromies, one of your friends? Okay. No. This uh, this one is in Ostning, New York. Familiar with that place? (laughs) I am a little bit familiar with Ostning, New York. Okay. A lot of crazy news in. A lot of bonehead, a lot of boneheads in, in Austin. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Austin, New York. Uh, police were called to a mini mart. I'm sure you've probably frequented it. They found Blake Leak. He's 23, trying to break in. That's why I asked if you knew Blake, right? They chased Leak through the streets until man, both cops took a tumble. Oh no. Yeah. Seizing the opportunity, Leak sought refuge on the grounds of a large building. The building was the Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison. Nice. He was promptly nabbed by a guard. <laughs> yeah. How did he get the in there? It's like surrounded. It was uh, like a giant wall around I it. I guess he was breaking in. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. He broke even, into the prison. Even more of a bonehead. But <laughs> Smart. Um, hopefully you don't know. You might tell me off air. You're like, I know Blake. I know Blake. <laughs> no, I, know I do not know family. Blake. Leak. Yeah. I don't think I know any leaks. Well, but well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's Bonehead News in Austin, New York, man. I thought you'd find it interesting. Hometown, baby. That's it. That's it. Like I said, there's a lot of boneheads in Austin. What you got? Is yours coming from Howell, New Jersey? Is that where yours is? <laughs> I do not. No? Okay. No. This is from uh, Tampa. Tampa, okay. Florida. Florida man? <laughs> no, yeah, this is not a Florida man incident, but there is a Florida man in some trouble. Okay. Uh, so cops pulled over a man who was driving erratically. All right. Uh, and you know, that's typical because the driver had a, a warning sign on his car, student driver. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, you know, typically, yeah, right. Well, this happened at 1120 on a Friday night. Okay. (laughs) Which prompted the police to pull them over. All right. Probably some restrictions. They weren't supposed to be driving in that time. No, no. That's because it was not a student driver. It was the teacher. Ooh. And he was drunk. Ooh. <laughs> he was pulled over with an open 24-pack of Natty Light. Ah. <laughs> and he blew a .226. Oh, wow. 
That's more than uh, double. That's almost yeah, triple. That's above the legal limit yeah. of 0. 0.08. Yes. Wow. Uh, Gregory Sorensen was booked on one count of misdemeanor DUI. There's no word yet on whether or not he will continue to be a driver's ed teacher because wow. that's yeah. what he was. Man, that's pretty crazy. I'm sure those kids drove him the drink, but at least <laughs> yeah, don't right? drive after that. Yeah, man. seriously, man. Like, man. I can't imagine being a like a Stu- student driver, teacher, like a teacher, no. student. Te- oh no, no. Way. I can't see you doing it. No, there, I'd no. kill somebody. I think, yeah, I think you'd be like, yeah, you'd def- you wouldn't have a job for another reason. You'd be yeah. in that Sing Sing maximum <laughs> I'd prison. I'd be breaking into thing. I'd be breaking into the Sing Sing prison, yes. Man. Well, that's it, folks. Another bonehead news. We out. <laughs>